welcome to Left in the South, episode 20. What's up, Caleb? We made it. We We made it, episode 20, dude. And fucking 20 episodes, we've been here since November 3rd, dude. And we're back with another banger, ready to record another one. I feel like since November, like so much stuff has changed. You know, like it really do you think in November we ever would have predicted what's going on right now? Honestly, like with Corona and fucking, you know, what's going on with fucking, you know, the Dems and fucking what's going on in the world, I would never predict this shit. Nah, nah, no way. Like five months ago, I thought I'd be sitting here like with full Bernie Sanders as president, like you know, with my like five waifus anime yeah. VR headset on. Yeah, like Dick out. <laughs> yeah, fucking, you know, UBI, fucking of fifteen hundred. Uh, you live yeah. in a rent free. <laughs> Fuck. I'm uh, a very optimistic person. <laughs> <laughs> you know, fucking five months ago, we thought we were gonna be living in paradise, but apparently not. Yeah, hell yeah, man. Thought. But no, <laughs> it's the opposite. We're in but hell. Yeah, yeah essentially, <laughs> fucking, we're walking in the fucking burning lands, bro. Yeah, we are. What is on the docket today, man? I have so much to talk about. Uh, I'm in a yeah. very heated mood right now. Yeah, of course. Yeah, before we fucking get into that shit, you know, be sure to follow us on Twitter at the Let's Podcast, and you know, if you're listening to on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. You know, please. Hell yeah, I'm begging you. Yeah, uh, and go check out our our clips. We're releasing them yes far more regularly now than we were before. Oh so. fuck, I want to talk about that too before we get into that shit. But yeah, you know, uh, support us on YouTube and uh, Patreon, of course, patreon.com slash love in the south. Go ahead and pledge us one dollar. You know, I've, I've, I'm pretty sure I found four quarters, uh, you know, since we've last recorded. So, yeah, I've probably in yeah. my lifetime probably eaten more than four quarters honestly, <laughs> somehow. I on, I, me on purpose. Yeah, it's kind of my like, fetish, actually. Have you ever actually eaten any like coins when you were a kid? Yes, I actually have. Yeah, I ate a I dime mean, when I was a kid. Yeah, I mean, I, here's the story, really. So, basically, like, you know, I was a little kid. I was, I was still living in New York, so I was, like, under five. And I yeah. just went to my, like, parents' drawers, and I, like, found, like, a penny or something. I'm like, all right, let's, we're swallowing this, I guess. So, I fucking <laughs> swallowed it. <laughs> That's amazing, dude. Oh, my God. Dude, the mind of a child. You're just like, I, I found a penny. Yeah. I guess I'm going to eat it now. Like, I've done that is some so fucking, true. I've done some dangerous ass shit, like... When yeah, me you and my brother die from that. Literally, though, me and my brother, like, we played this fucking game where uh, I would be on the top bunk, and we would try to drop fucking coins into each other's fucking mouth, right? No, and my brother dude. fucking swallowed a penny or something like that. That is the oh, dumbest fucking thing yeah. I've ever heard. Because even if you fucking, like, if you miss, you can chip a fucking tooth or something. Or what if it hits you in the eye? Uh, Jesus, David. I cannot believe you made <laughs> we it We were dangerous far, fucking children, bro. Yeah, I mean, me too, dude. But I'm still fucking kicking it. For now, at least. But fuck For now. Yeah, How you been doing, man? I've been doing okay, man. beautiful uh, four days since, like, we last week yeah. or something. No, definitely. Yeah, like uh, this week's been pretty good, pretty productive. A lot of a lot of schoolwork going on. But other than that, trying to stay sane, you know, in this quarantine. You earlier before we started recording, you recommended a cool show for me to watch. I'm probably gonna do that. Yes. Other than that, doing a lot of jerking off, a lot of anime mm. watching, a lot of video games. Yeah, for sure. Um, and yeah, I want to talk it. about like uh, shit that we've been doing uh, during this quarantine you know social just the thing uh before after we talked about all this fucking sad shit you know you yeah. just end on something a little more light but Definitely. yeah dude fucking let's i mean let's get into it dude fucking corona uh, you know we talk about corona fucking every week now because yeah. you know it's still here and we're probably gonna be talking about it for fucking weeks to come yeah for fucking years until our government decides that we're worth we're worthy of their support so god yeah. damn dude yeah that stimulus bill we were talking about it probably um you know last episode but you know it's finally yep. been passed through the house and senate yep so officially if you are a non-dependent 18 year old or older who filed taxes in 2018 or 2019 who also makes under ninety five thousand dollars a year you will be receiving a lovely crisp check from the government. Now, if you may be thinking to yourself, that sounds like a lot of weird fucking like requirements. 
uh, yeah, you're not wrong. And you're totally 100% correct because this bill that was supposed to be made to basically alleviate the fucking economic stress that this nation is under right now, it was 800 and something pages long of fucking text talking about who deserves it and who doesn't deserve it. Yeah, which, that's crazy. Which brown people don't get it, which brown people do get it, why young people shouldn't get it or should get less. It's just the most absurd, means-tested, austerity fucking garbage bill that has ever been made. And the fact that the Dems are not making more of a stink about it really should show you whose fucking side they're on. And, like, I'm aware, and I'm I mean, Dems were getting shit on, like, when they denied the first time, right? They're like, yeah, they're they're being on cross. It's the Dems' fault that we're not getting any help right now. It's like, yeah, it's true. It's true that they're, but that's the thing. You have to have the fucking resolve to fight against that. That's literally their job. It's like the hardest thing to do, like. Like we need more than fucking breadcrumbs, you know. Exactly. We need it's more like than scraps. It's not ideal that you have to vote no on a bill that you know would at least help some people. But the point is, is that the bill does not help everyone. I want to talk a little bit about my own personal experience right now because this today I just found this out today, and I'm extremely upset and angry about it. The bill applies; it does not apply to dependents. So what that means is basically if you if your parents have claimed you on their taxes, uh, whether that means you're below 18 or, or sorry, below 19 or a full-time student up to the age of 24, you are automatically disqualified from receiving the benefit, which means that even if you're, let's say like me, someone who lost their job because of the virus or, or quit their job, can't work because they're high risk, regardless of what the scenario is, if your parents claimed you as dependent, you, you automatically don't deserve it. You don't get anything. The government decided that you're not worth it. You don't get any money. So, yeah, that's cool. So my bills are coming up next month. And I wasn't relying on this check at all, but I lost my job and I don't have money. So basically, my only options are now to take out thousands of dollars in student loans to cover my expenses. Because here's the ultimate fucking kicker, David. You know how, like, if you're under 18, you get five, your parents will get like $500 for you, right? Yeah. But the way that it works, because of the language of the bill, if you're over 18 or over 17, so if you're 18 or older, um, you don't receive or you would normally receive the $1,200 check because you would be filing independently, right? Yeah. So it wouldn't make sense to give your parents $500 and you $1,200 because that would it would double up on that and that doesn't make sense. So what they did was basically say if you're a dependent, you get $500, but they did not account for the fact that some people who are dependents are over the age of 18, like full, full-time full college students. So basically, if you're over 18, but also a college student, you're automatically disqualified. Does not matter what you what your income so is. Doesn't matter what your zero? parents' income are. I'm getting zero. Yes, I'm getting zero. Yes. You're probably getting zero. Yeah, All Everyone I know is getting zero. And like, who do you know that is more fucking broke and desolate than a college student? On top, like on top of the fact that we're all losing our jobs, we're all being forced to go home from campus because we're not allowed to stay here anymore because of the virus. So we're all being displaced. We're all losing our jobs. We're all losing our income. And then on top of that, our parents don't even get $500 for having us as dependents, which they normally would because we're over 17. So we, we totally just got left out to fucking dry. Millions of people don't get shit from this bill. It does not help us at all. I am so unbelievably yeah, it's angry fucking about crazy. That. And you know, um, corporates get five hundred billion dollars in slush funds. Yep. And yeah, absolutely. So and these insane. and this fucking small business subsidies, the fucking small business Mussolinis of this country that literally employ fucking no one, it, it just get billions of fucking dollars. It's unbelievable that they. It's intentional. The cruelty is the fucking point. They know that these people exist. They know that people like me and you exist, and we need this money. And they chose not to give it to us on purpose. Fucking rats. Yeah, I mean, everything that's going on is completely fucked. But, you know, at least we still got Bernie fighting in the Senate, bro. For, for like, fucking, you know, absolutely fucking going off. Have you seen that clip? Yeah, no, I saw that. That was great. And, like, that's kind of why I thought that I had a little bit of hope, you know, like I let a glimmer of hope uh, manifest in my fucking eyeball, you know, like <laughs> a little glimmer in your eye. Look, 
<laughs> yeah, shine. seriously. There's a little shine in my eye. I'm like, you know, things are shitty. Like, I lost my uh, job. Like, I'm doing okay. Like, I'm not going to die. I'm not going to be homeless. It's going to be fine. I'm going to be okay. And then I expected, for some fucking reason, naively, I was like, you know, it actually looks like I might get this money. You know? Like, yeah. it's crazy. The government might yeah. actually do yeah, something Yeah, that's for crazy. Me. Like, man, I might actually be supported by the government. The government actually yeah. might have come in clutch here. But nope. <laughs> like, what did we expect? No, you know? what, what did we expect? Exactly. Man? Yeah. Okay. Like, I want to talk a little bit about, like, the fact that this bill is over 800 pages long. Like, what is true? The I wanted of to, that? I wanted to, like, when it's it, right, we got a deal, we got a bipartisan deal going down. Like, I'm like, okay, let me read this shit, and it's like, yeah, wait, like, what is this bill <laughs> you about? Need a fucking, yeah, you need a fucking <laughs> law degree just to read the goddamn bill. It should be one page. It should say every American over 18 receives a check of X amount. Every American below 18 receive, uh, like who is a dependent receives X amount. It should just be one fucking page, like 10 sentences, bro. Because the point is, is like the point of austerity and means testing. That's why this shit is so complicated. It does not have to be complicated. That is the wonder of universal programs is that you don't need 800 pages of a fucking bill to determine who deserves it because everyone gets it. That's the, that's the benefit of the universal programs. You don't like some people don't fall through the cracks like college students did with this bill. Because you just say oh, everyone gets it. Doesn't matter if you're a college student, if you're a fucking baby. Doesn't matter. You get five hundred. You get a thousand. Whatever the number is, it doesn't but matter. Still, even but though like they want to exclude us. Yeah, like even though like I mean, let's talk about the price. Only twelve hundred dollars. Like, like yeah. I, when I think about that number, I think about the fucking the Andrew Yang meme with the fucking you know the guy like, he putting whipped cream in the guy's fucking mouth. You know, giving landlords <laughs> an, an extra fucking grand a month. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's what most people Dude, can use that, that, that so money true. for is to give it to their fucking landlord. Exactly, and what about the people that live in like New York, one of the places that is literally the most affected like in, on planet Earth? Yeah, it's not. It's That's not one enough. fucking month, if even, of rent, only rent, and like yeah. they, these people have lost all of their income. We're not talking about just being able to afford rent. Like these people need money to live on, food, water, fucking electricity, utilities, like. Yeah, because this shit's gonna, does not it's gonna cut be. It. It's gonna be long. It's gonna be longer than a month. This isn't gonna blow over in a month. Yeah, the the latest projection that I've seen says that it's going to peak in about May, May or June. So, like, we're talking about at a minimum three months from now is the peak, the peak. So we haven't even reached the peak yet, and we're already fucking dying here and being bled dry. Our money is running out. Everyone's unemployed. It's insane. And that that's not even – we're not even close. We're three months out from the highest projected amount that we're going to be seeing. Sure, so I'm really like curious. Record high rates of unemployment. Yeah, like some what, economists are saying up to 30%. Yeah. 30%, David. That is insane. Oh, fuck. People weren't fucking ask... kidding when they're like, all right, the 20s, dude. Great Depression's coming back, man. <laughs> yeah, this is the Roaring 20s part two, man. I, I wanted to, like, clarify another thing, too. I wish I could ask. And, like, again, I can't fucking tell you. I don't know the answer to this because I haven't read the bill, and I'm not going to because I'm not going to subject myself to reading 800 fucking pages of bullshit. So I have no idea what the answer to this question is, but an interesting question that I have today after hearing the news about the the rent or the fucking stimulus checks, I'm wondering about rent in general. Like the fact that our government has not uh, True, frozen like, rent payments is a, a mistake, obviously. Rent. Unify your exactly. tenants, bro. But like, Fuck. you remember how Trump said and like the DOJ said basically that evicting people during this crisis is not allowed, right? So yeah. like- in theory, we shouldn't be able to get evicted. But my question is, six months from now, or like, like let's say a year from now even, like yeah. let's say one year from today, coronavirus is a recent memory and, you know, we're over it. Like people are still getting it, but the bulk of the problem is gone. Yeah. In, in one year, on March 28th, 2021, am I going to owe the pat like the months from now until then in rent that I couldn't afford? Am I going to have to pay that back? Because if Fuck that's the case, no. all of these people that are missing their rent payments, it doesn't matter about this $1,200 check because, okay, yeah, cool. That's one month, maybe two if you live in a low-income housing area. Okay, so that's two months. What about six months from now? What about those other four months where you're still unemployed and you can't afford rent? Does that mean that in May of next year, you're going to have to pay those four <laughs> months yeah, back right? to your landlord? Where the fuck am I going to get that money no, from? Fuck off. Because even if I were employed, I would not be able to afford that uh, like amount of rent. That would be insane. It would take me years to pay that off. 
So um, I'm curious about that too. There's no, as far as I know, there's no language about that in the bill because of course there's not. So I don't know. We're going to see very soon about like whether people are going to have to pay that back, whether they can and what the government's going to do about it. Yeah. I love this post. There was this post on Reddit from uh, real estate investing of uh, someone's like, please help my tents organize. And they're saying they won't pay this one. <laughs> all of them. What can I do? And he just yeah. goes explain how like all 32 of his units like unified and they said they're not going to pay rent. They like, all that is amazing. Oh, fuck. That is so <laughs> And that amazing. just brings a smile to my fucking face. Dude. It seriously does, dude. <laughs> Honestly, like after reading fuck, the fact the that I wasn't, after reading the fact that I wasn't getting the stimulus check, like, I swear to God, so many, like, emotions went through my head. I was, like, like, I went from, like, borderline socialist lib to, like, fucking Maoist in about fucking, five minutes. He jumped right up on that fucking political compass, dude. Seriously, man. Like, I am so upset about that. And the, I'm there's just so many unanswered questions that I have about, like, the, the economic crisis that we're about to face. Like, in terms of, I think rent is the the scariest part because... Like, in theory, like, the government could just pay all of these landlords. But my question is, why? Why would we do that? Like, if, if a landlord is subsisting off of our rent payments, like, that is literally the definition of a fucking parasite in the economy. Someone whose sole uh, source of income is the properties that they own, like, those people should not be fucking allowed to exist in uh, our society. They, so they my nothing. question is, like, they, there's no gain. Exactly. They don't provide a service. Their only service is the capital that they have access to. And often that's not through any like means of their own. Like they are often born into that wealth. And even if they're not, what right do they have to extract my excess labor from me? I don't think they have any right. Obviously, we don't have to go into fucking political theory about owning land. I don't want to get into that. But my question is, though, is could we use this crisis as a justification to remove the owning class from this country. And I'm starting to think more and more that that might actually be possible during a time like this. What do you I think mean, about that? Like, I mean, yeah. I do you mean, think yeah. average people would go for that? I mean, I feel like, you know, during this crisis, people are finally fucking waking up and like noticing that we fucking live in an oligarchy and that like that shit is not fucking good for the average man. And that yeah. it, I'm sad that it took a fucking pandemic for them to fucking finally realize yeah for sure and like i think that that post i saw a twitter post too of someone saying like uh basically we live in a country of paycheck to paycheck workers uh paying rent to paycheck to paycheck landlords uh who work at like paycheck to paycheck companies and i'm like it made me like that is a great observation i mean obviously people like us we already know that like this is this is part of our fucking theory this is why i wonder what like i wonder what happens in like next like in the next two months when like this is still a problem and like people are like don't have like they still don't have any fucking money yeah like you know they have no money to afford food you know right then you like what what bills do you not pay in this situation like if you had to choose like do you pay your rent and don't buy food do you buy food but miss your rent payment? Do you let your lights turn off but make sure you have clean water? Like, what what choices do you make in this situation of what to buy? And then when when your money when your money runs out completely, then what? What do people do then? And where's the government in all of this? You know? Yeah. <sighs> like, like the government's like at our time of need, the government's supposed to be here for us, and like they're not even here for us. Yeah, exactly. Like, and I feel like the fact like it would be so simple and can we also talk about too like how easy and how easy it would be for trump to use this crisis to basically win so much political clout like right. if he were to just he could easily just, win the next election based on yeah. how well he handles this exactly exactly that is so true and like and also the fact that this pandemic is most likely not going to be over by november even according to like the most recent projections that scientists have been making, it's not even going to be over by then. So like if he were to like spearhead some bill and uh, like sign it that said like all Americans receive a universal income, uh, like basic income of like two grand a month or whatever, he would instantly win all 50 states. Like it would be right? over with. I don't understand. <laughs> Why would he not do that? <laughs> uh, dude, I got wonder like what happens like when like, you know, November, November comes and it's finally settled down. What are you just going to take it away from the people? Yeah, that is another really good point. Actually, you know, it, it's often said that welfare is really hard 
or it's really easy to give to people, but it's really hard to take it away. And I think that that actually is a really important point because once people start to feel the benefits of what their government can do for them, they start to realize like, well, Why the fuck my life had this shit exactly, <laughs> exactly. They're like, my the life is ten times better now, and it doesn't seem like anything has changed for the worse. So why the fuck weren't we doing this in the first place? Yeah, fuck. <laughs> so fucking true, man. That's probably, that's probably what they're most scared about, dude. Yeah, that's probably why they're being so careful about it is because yeah. they know if they show their power level of the <laughs> things that they actually could do yeah. for us, yeah. then people would realize how much of an advantage we're being taken of. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. And I feel like that brings us to, like, uh, something that's a little more recent. Like, Trump is haggling for fucking ventilators, dude. God. Like, unbelievable. Like, he literally, yeah. he's like, no, 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 I don't think we need that many ventilators. <laughs> like, this yeah. man's actually haggling. Like, when fucking places are, like, places like Detroit, they're, like, running out of fucking supplies. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, think about it this way. All he has done in his entire life is have money and buy things and sell things. That's all he knows how to do. That's literally it. Like, every time anything comes on his desk where he has to, like, make a decision or make haggle a for a deal. price or something. <laughs> yeah, like, he probably gets a fucking boner. That's the only time his dick uh, ever like, gets hard finally, anymore. something I know. <laughs> exactly. And he has to, like, fucking, he has to get his servant to read it for him. But then he tries to make the best trade deal. But, yeah, I mean, that that brings me to something that I recently read in Detroit. Uh, there's a hospital that is handing out memos to people that come into the the waiting room or the emergency room, basically saying like, we don't have the supplies to care for everyone. So if you have really bad symptoms, or if one of your family members has really bad symptoms, and we think that they're going to die, we're going to let them die. Like we have no choice. And obviously, like, it's a contentious topic because I saw a lot of people on the internet like saying that's so fucked up. Like, how could the hospital do that? But you have to understand, it's not the hospital making this choice. They have a lack of supplies because of the failure of our government. Like this, this idea of triage, where you where you uh, determine like which patient is most likely to survive, which patient needs the most care right away. Yeah. It's it's a thing that happens every day, and it's it's a sad reality of the world that we live in. But the truth of the matter is, is this doesn't have to be a reality. Like the government is actively choosing not to provide the supplies necessary to save people's lives and they're letting them die. And it's unbelievable. I, I, I cannot believe it. When Absolutely. I saw that news story that you're talking about with Trump haggling the 40% yeah. or the 40,000 ventilators or whatever, I instantly thought of that, that memo. And I just thought, I imagined myself sitting in the waiting room, like where with my mom or my grandma in mm. the, in the hospital bed, having a doctor come and tell me like, we're going to remove the ventilator from them because we feel like someone else could use it and we're going to let them die. Like it's fucking I, cool, I, I have no idea what I would do in that situation. Like the amount of rage that I would feel at that moment is just, it's un uncomparable to anything else. I cannot believe that this is like, being allowed. These deaths are on our government. Yes, absolutely. 100% preventable deaths. It's true that some people were going to die to this disease no matter what. That is just a truth of the world. People die to diseases. It happens every year. It's sad. It sucks, but it but it happens. But these people that have died because of a lack of logistic fucking uh, like application of our resources in this country are, have died for no reason. Their lives were thrown away at the hands of a fucking fascist government. Going into... Like, I guess, Corona news still. I want to say that, you know, we fucking predicted this shit was going to happen. Texas <laughs> banning abortions yeah. during this pandemic. God. Like, um, the the um, Attorney General, uh, Ken Praxton, ordered a ban on abortions in the state unless the life of the mother is threatened. And he said that yeah, abortion does not qualify for essential care. Exactly. They're saying that it's a non-essential thing like like things like plastic surgery things like you know like cosmetic surgeries like i uh what is it called lasik things like that like all of those surgeries got canceled so the attorney general used that as justification to say well if we can cancel these surgeries then also we can cancel abortion because that is a i guess 
it's an elective fucking surgery, God, a cosmetic like, I surgery. I just don't understand, like, the boner these fucking old men get, like, when they fucking, like, have power over the people and, like, ban abortion and shit. Because, like, they, they try, like, every fucking year, like, we're going to ban abortion, we're going to get rid of it this year. Fuck, <laughs> like, these southern states, like, just, just want to fucking, like, I don't know, they just want this control over women for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I heard a really good take on that, too, and I think it's because that uh, the southern states know that the Supreme Court has a conservative majority right now because of the addition of Kavanaugh and that other conservative dipshit that Trump put in. Um, so they think, like, I think that the reason that they're passing a lot of these bills is because they want to be the state that goes to the Supreme Court and wins, basically. Like, they want their state, like Mississippi versus the United States or whatever, or versus Jones yeah, or whatever. Fucking like, abortion. Yeah, they yeah, want their yeah. state to be the new fucking Roe v. Wade of the U.S. And, I mean, like, it's it's nakedly obvious. And like we were talking about in the last episode, they use pandemics and, it, like, natural disasters like this to pass right-wing shit like that every every time, every fucking time. And it's such an established pattern at this point that it really should not surprise you. Right, but and it I is feel like awful. it's not even getting even talked about since, like, you know, corona's going on. It's just being, you know, the impression of the wayside. Exactly. Yeah, that that is the benefit of these natural disasters. Is like the people they are so cloak all caught the fucking up. Bad activities. Exactly. Yeah, and like you brought up another thing before we started recording too about the uh, environmental regulations. Like oh, yeah. they didn't say like they're they're not getting rid of the laws uh, about environmental protection. Basically, the the EPA like has certain regulations about what companies can do, like dumping. And like proper proper disposal and uh, emissions and stuff like that. Well, basically, this administration has said like that's still illegal, but we're not going to enforce it during this pandemic because it we need these resources elsewhere. Which I mean, you could argue that is true. They need the resources elsewhere, but rather than appoint a you know more money, like uh, pass a spending bill to help with it, they just decided to fucking reappropriate the environmental protection like resources that we have. Yeah. So they're sacrificing our environment for no reason when they don't need to they're just doing it because they want to it's a choice and oftentimes you'll hear like they have no choice but that is just not true they can choose tomorrow if they wanted to to pass a law that abolishes anything they want as long i mean as long as it's within the constitution i suppose but even then during like with this supreme court they could probably do something outside of it exactly so it's like when they do things and they say they don't have a choice they're fucking lying they have a choice I mean, what do you think about the the people that are like getting arrested for coughing and fucking like like did you see the video of the guy like licking everything in the fucking walmart no that guy the, this guy basically posted on twitter himself being like yo who give a fuck about corona and then he just goes and like licks no everything fucking way, yeah. dude. <laughs> he got arrested disgusting that reminds me of that one girl who fucking licked the airplane fucking toilet seat dude oh dude uh, corona challenge <laughs> that's so fucking stupid man uh, yeah and then there's this, another this woman who nasty. coughs coughed on $35,000 I'm reading from NBC right now Woman who coughed on $35,000 worth of grocery store food charged with four felonies. So she basically just went in and, like, just, just went to the produce section everything. and just fucking coughed <laughs> all over the produce. The and the store threw it all away and, yeah. like, deep cleaned everything. What the fuck? Did she have fucking she, or? Um, I'm not sure, but she said it was just a prank. So <laughs> <laughs> She said it was prank. a prank. She unironically said that. She said it was just a prank. Fucking prank. Fucking hilarious, uh, man. Oh, fuck. Did you see um, Britney Spears uh, fucking, like, tweeting out fucking, like, Maoist shit? And, like, no, what did he say? Instagram? Uh, Britney Spears. It's funny. I think oh, yeah, ra- Britney Spears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you said Bernie Sanders. No, Britney Spears, yeah. I think yeah, she's, like... Fucking funny. I, like, I don't even know if she... it's, like, real or not. Just, like... I no, it's real. Fucking Britney Spears just going off. That's the thing, though. Like, it makes sense when you think about it. Like, society, like, shit all over her. Like, had her worst points. And even though she was wealthy, she never, like... I mean, she didn't get to enjoy it like some wealthy people do because of the pressure that she felt from society. It's, like, when you first think about it, you're like, Britney Spears, like, a Maoist. That's fucking weird. But then if you really think about it, it's not that weird. (laughs) Like, it makes sense. But I did see that. That's very interesting. It's interesting to me seeing a lot of like celebrities come out, uh, like in support. Yeah, 
yeah in support of these like borderline communist uh like uh policies and ideas but then like if they had to self-identify themselves they would be like blue no matter who democrats i'm like why fucking why (laughs) yeah it doesn't it doesn't Uh, make sense yeah i want to touch on this before we forget about it um uh, boris johnson uh tested for positive for COVID 19 Oh no, Boris! No, like this is like some of the big shit we were talking about, like maybe two episodes ago. Like, uh, like I wonder who, like someone who, like super big, might get it and like might pass away. Like you know, Boris Johnson. I mean, he doesn't look like he may be the healthiest, you know, man. He's not that old though. I heard from him. Years old. Yeah, I heard from him that he had mild symptoms, but I feel like a lot of like politicians are lying about it like i feel like trump probably had it at some point and didn't say anything or maybe he has it now i don't know i feel like biden had it and Uh like dude there's a lot he survived it does this does this fucking guy like like fucking ruffles his hair before like going into the public does he like fucking like all right gotta make my hair look fucking crazy yeah, no, he, he no did. Way. He does. We've talked about this on the pod, actually, in one of our first episodes, I mentioned this. Like, he has said in an interview publicly that he will ruffle his hair before he goes on camera to make himself look more relatable. He is a fucking sociopath. So fucking weird. He sits in his fucking car and just, like, fucking ruffles his hair and then walks out to look like a fucking clown so people don't take him seriously when he passes, like, right-wing shit. <laughs> when he passes it's fucking so in slavery. He's like, oops, <laughs> the, D, uh, the fucking DHS is gone. <laughs> Oopsie, I pressed the wrong button. Did I uh, do that? And they're like, uh, Boris, you uh, silly Boris, man. Boris, he's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, uh, man, that's fucking so funny. Yeah, so, uh, Oopsie. I like, a, I like this tweet that Sean said, basically saying, uh, I hope Boris Johnson's sickness comes to an end quickly. <laughs> um, I agree with that statement. I think that, you know, I hope that oh, it's over fuck. quickly for him. Let's just put it that way. Um, and I hope that Jair Bolsonaro also makes a very quick uh, turnover on that disease yeah. because I think he definitely has it, even though he denied it. And also, our president denied it, saying like, "Well, <laughs> Bolsonaro said so he funny. doesn't have it, so he doesn't have it." I'm like, "Are you fucking <laughs> okay? Whatever." God, that clip it's is cool. so fucking funny of like that woman saying, "I had a light fever," and then uh, over the weekend, and then Trump's like, "Oh no," and he fucking books it, dude. He's like, "Right." <laughs> People, I saw uh, people online saying, you're really going to jump down his throat because he's making a silly joke. I'm like, I, that's the thing. I don't know if it's a fucking joke. The I don't man know if he was joking stupid. or if he's like, if it was real. But yeah. nevertheless, that was fucking hilarious. And maybe he that does deserve another four years. I'll just off True, that. dude. I can't wait to vote for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. you know, honestly, we, we probably are fucking right wingers, dude. Fuck, you know, the yeah, horseshoe man. theory. Horseshoe theory. Yeah, <laughs> you're <Fuck>. right. <laughs> Do you, okay, this is some New York news. Have you heard of Andrew Cuomo, the governor of New York, or the, the mayor of New York City? No. Or no, no, sorry, he is the governor. Mayor was Bloomberg. No. Um, but Cuomo, like, a lot of people are saying that he's going to run for president. Um, wait, wait, he wait, is, is this a, a senator guy? Wait, no, I thought I saw No, somebody. he's the governor of New York. He's the guy who's recently been in the news, basically, like, is he trying to, to take some, someone else's spot? I thought he was trying to take a Nancy Pelosi spot. Or is that someone else? No, I think that's someone else. This guy basically has been in the news recently saying, like, Trump is mishandling all this corona shit. And a lot of libs are, like, slur- slurping it up, dude. They love it so much. I mean, Cuomo is a fucking a corporatist dem, just like the rest of them. So um, I can't wait to vote for him in 2024 after Joe Biden dies in office. Um, Dude, that'll I mean, be cool. Uh, was it you who said like there was some shit where like Joe Biden like um was gonna just give it to his VP like shortly after he gets into office or something like that? It, it probably wasn't fucking real, but I heard it for someone in our, one of our Discord chats. Um, I don't think that was me, but I think that there actually is something to that. I think that the DNC, like, I don't think that he's gonna become president and then give it to the vice president. I think what could potentially happen is that if his health deteriorates in a serious way before the democratic convention convenes i think that the dnc may just give it to someone else but it wouldn't be bernie though it would be someone else like yeah, Pete or like, like someone like that you know not the the fucking you know people don't want trump but they also don't want bernie and they're like biden's yeah. just like sitting here he's like oh, well i guess i'll take it 
Yeah. <laughs> like, exactly. fuck. You know, he goes, he says, like, yeah, I don't think there should be any more debates. <laughs> like, you know, debate, <laughs> Dude, you know, it's so over. Let's just, let's just get it over with. Let's just yeah. call me president. It's funny that he knows and his campaign knows that every time he gets in front of a camera, <laughs> his vote, like, the percentage of people voting for him goes down a little bit. Like, every oh, time. Fuck. They know that. It's crazy. Like, how, how can you have so little faith in a candidate and still, like, work for them and work with them? It's so absurd. Yeah, I, I mean, um, I don't understand. But if you wanted to, though, talk more about Joe Biden, how about this fucking news story that came out just a couple of days ago um, about basically him oh being accused God, yeah. of raping someone? Have you heard about this? Uh, yes, I have. It's been fucking blowing up on Twitter. Yeah, so this is pretty fresh news. But there's this woman named, uh, I believe her name is Tara Reed, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, I could be wrong correct. about that. But um, she has basically come out publicly and accused Joe Biden of raping her, sexually assaulting her. Or actually, yes. it is rape. I mean, he literally, like, put her fingers I don't know if inside I should, of her. Yeah, I don't know if it's, like, bad taste to say what he did, but I'm just going to do it anyway. And I mean, I'm that's, sorry her, that's her own wrong. words. Yeah, but in her own words, basically, he, like, pushed her up against a wall and, like, forcefully penetrated her with his hands and like and basically told her like you're nothing to me you're garbage like you're less than something like that and like it's very interesting because so on this show we've talked about the me too movement a little bit do you remember that conversation uh, episode nine yeah Uh, i ran trump and women yeah yeah that's true and like we've talked about false accusations in the in the past basically i think we both agreed that like False accusations are a reality of life, and that is just the, like, it's true yeah. of every crime, every person, whether you're male or female, or some other identification, doesn't matter. That is just a truth of life. But I find it interesting that the Democrats and, you know, libs basically saying, like, in terms of uh, the Kavanaugh hearings and the, um, even, you could even go back as far as, like, the uh, 90s during the Anita Hill shit going on like people on the left or the libs center left people they want to say like believe women of course believe women like we have to but then the second a woman accuses joe biden of fucking rape a heinous rape by the way this is not just like some light shoulder touching like oh he's an old man you can brush it up like yeah this is like like, you were nothing like exactly like this is the kind of crime that you go to prison for life for and like I don't know, like just given is his Joe history of being exactly. That's my question: is like, is he going to be able to get away with it? Yeah, which he is has funny. been accused by yeah, seven ahead. women of sexual misconduct. None of them have ever accused him of rape, like in in the traditional sense. Like we said in episode nine, I like to use the word rape to describe violent, forceful sex with another person, whereas I like to use the word sexual assault for, like, I don't want to use the word lighter because they're both wrong, but you know, less violent physical sexual assaults you know what i mean so like seven women have accused biden of sexual assault but this is the first woman to come forward publicly and accuse him of actual rape and she has been silenced in the media what have you thought about this story going on recently i mean i think it's funny that biden you know uh, he recently said that you know uh, for women's claims sexual assault always believe her and now that this is going on, you know, like, is he going to go back on this claims? Like, what are Biden supporters, you know, <laughs> thinking of Biden right now? Yeah. Um, I'm wondering that. But, um, fuck it, dude. Like, we, this is something that definitely needs to get looked into. And hopefully, like, people will open their eyes that fucking, like, there is another choice other than fucking Biden. Absolutely. And, like, it has been kind of. Like, I don't know. I don't like using the word funny because it's such a serious accusation. Yeah, but, like, I agree. It has been fucking funny weird. to see Biden's campaign do this fucking jig. Basically trying to, like, bounce between what they've said previously, which is, like you said, believe women, of course. Like, until it's proven, uh, until, like, we've heard her side of the story, we have to just assume that she's telling the truth because it would be wrong otherwise. It's funny that they said that recently. But then today... They released a statement saying, of course, we should listen to her, but she's lying. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> they're basically the saying, fuck? like, they're basically denying the, uh, the allegations. Of course. I mean, I'm, they're not going to be like, oh, yeah, you got us. Like, we, he you raped got us. Of course, they're not going like, to say that. We're dropping like, out. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> exactly. But they, there's this, this weird cognitive dissonance where they're like, yeah, we want to believe women, but just not this woman. Yeah. And I wanted to talk another thing, too, uh, about have you seen her connections with Russia? 
like no, I haven't brought actually. up online. I haven't so, actually like, done uh, like deep dive into like you know the Tara Reid, but you know I've had heard of the, the you know of her claiming. Yeah. So like, basically, she made some tweets in the past. Um, like I don't know if it was years or months ago or whatever. Where basically, one, she supports Bernie Sanders. Or, well, actually, first, she supported Elizabeth Warren in the nomination. But then when she dropped out, uh, Tara tweeted her support for Bernie Sanders. And then in the past, before that, she has tweeted basically saying, like, um, I don't know why Americans are so critical of Putin. Like, Putin is literally better than our country right now. And, like, whether or not you agree with that statement doesn't matter. I just want to bring it up because... It is something that she has said in the past. The interesting thing about that, though, is that libs are using that as justification for not believing her. Basically saying, like, oh, look, she she's a fan of Russia. Like, she must be uh, falsely accusing Biden. As if Just fucking, even if you Bernie. were a fan of Russia, somehow that makes you immune to fucking rape somehow like yeah, if i'm if fuck? i'm a fan of putin suddenly my vagina just like closes up and i can't be raped anymore like it's absurd yeah and on top of that um she worked for biden <laughs> like this is how she was able to be in such close contact with him she worked with him in the past and that is when he allegedly raped her and now of course we don't know if it's true we will ne- probably never know if it's true yeah. But the the fact that liberals are using her connection with Russia as well as her support of Bernie Sanders as justification to silence her and not believe her is all of the evidence that you need to know that this whole fucking media circus about believing women is totally a fucking facade and they will drop it in an instant if it's politically expedient for them to do so. They do not believe women. They believe women when it's politically convenient for them to believe women and never otherwise. And you really, really need to believe mm-hmm. that. And I'm not telling you to believe Tara's story. I don't know if I believe it. I don't really like care one way or the other. I care that women are getting raped. I don't want women to get raped. But like, it's, in terms of this particular thing, I was never going to vote for Biden anyway. I don't care that he's a... I don't like the reason that I'm voting for him is not because he's a, or the reason I'm not voting for him is not because he's a rapist. Although that is a good reason not to vote for someone. Um, but in terms of this specific story, I'm not asking you to believe it. I'm asking you to ask yourself this question. If someone supports someone who I disagree with, does that mean that they're immune to rape? Does that mean that any story that they're trying to tell me about sexual assault is automatically false? Hmm. And if I believe that, am I okay with that? fucking characterization of sexual assault am i okay with characterizing women as uh, in this way am i comfortable with that and if you are have fun voting for joe that's all i can say i wonder i wonder what do you think like what if this claim what if there was a similar claim like this but it was against bernie um i genuinely don't know i don't think that i don't think that bernie how would like i don't think that there have been credible evidence in the past for bernie to like be accused of rape but here's the thing though is like you you don't necessarily have evidence and that's the interesting yeah. part about this me too shit is like it is true that anyone can accuse anyone that's true about any crime though and the thing is is like the amount of work necessary to create to craft a false story to like uh, yeah like, it's basically to... really easy to discredit someone that you like if they're yes. lying exactly yes exactly that's such an important point is like if you want to make sure that your story is airtight, especially if it's something that allegedly happened like 20 plus years ago, it's so difficult because there's so many extraneous, extra, uh, extra factors that you're not able to really take into consideration to craft a false story that is airtight is nearly impossible. And, and the fact that we ne- almost never see it is a great evidence that it doesn't really happen. I mean, it is true that sometimes people falsely accuse people, and I will be the first person to say that's wrong. Of course, that's fucking obviously wrong. But like that is just a consequence of women gaining more power in society. In the past, women had so little power that whether or not they were telling the truth didn't matter because they, even if they were raped and there was evidence, no one cared. But now the problem is, is like women are starting to come forward with allegations where in the past they felt like they didn't have the power or the clout, so yeah. to speak, to like come forward and say. And then a lot of libs will say, well, if you really got raped in 1993 or 1990, whatever, why wouldn't you come forward then? If you say that your brain is fucking damaged, 
like if you don't like that's the whole point of the me too movement is that by coming forward by basically organizing with a group of women who have all been sexually assaulted or raped in some way you you gain the power through numbers to stand up for yourself against a male dominated world and that is that is why women oftentimes don't come forward it's because men don't let them the men in power don't let them and they like it that way people like joe biden they actively keep women from coming forward with their allegations which is why i talked about anita hill i don't know if you're familiar with this person but um when i I believe it was i want to say clarence thomas was the supreme court nominee i want to say but i'm not 100 sure but basically when he was being nominated to the supreme court just like kavanaugh he was accused of sexual assault and this woman called anita hill came before congress and testified and joe biden was there and basically what he said to anita is if you were raped, you should have come forward right away. He accused her of using this to gain like political power, accused her of of uh, falsely accusing Thomas in order to gain um, like fame and money. Yeah, Biden. This is actually yeah. Biden saying this. He said he accused a ra- potential rape victim of using her sexual assault to gain fame and money. He accused her of that in public on video. What and the, the fact that no one has talked about that is very interesting and it really just goes to show how Dems actually feel about women like who wants to be known as the person that got raped by this person who wants that fame like who wants like 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 there's no money you're not getting any money from like like right like what are you gonna write a book about this yeah exactly and even if they do so so who fucking cares so what they got fucking raped and sexually assaulted the fact that getting raped and sexually assaulted and coming forward with it, the fact that the consequence of that is losing the privacy of your life just for the privilege of coming forward, that is already a fucking mistake. Like these women have to sacrifice their entire way of life just to maybe get some justice. And in the case of Anita Hill, she didn't get any justice. The person still got on the Supreme Court, same as Justice Kavanaugh. They're still there to this day. Like that person who allegedly raped her is currently in the highest judge uh judicial office in this country still to this day there are two rapists on the court and i don't like i don't know like if you're a democrat or a democratic voter someone if you consider yourself a blue no matter who person like i want to ask you are you comfortable with that characterization of women are you comfortable saying like it's okay to discredit women based on who they support based on how convenient I think it was for them to come forward based on my limited knowledge of the situation. Are you okay with politicians who claim to represent you accusing victims of sexual assault of using their rape to gain wealth and fame? Are you okay with that? And then are you going to vote for them in November? Is that really what you're going to do? Is that really the kind of person that you are? I want you to ask yourself that. Anyway, um, I think I'm done on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, fucking go off like this. Like we are living probably in the fucking worst times like anyone who is still living has ever lived in like this you know this fucking situation has never happened where like it was it's this bad yeah in terms of like economics i totally agree like i think that this whole situation is unprecedented i think it's going to be worse than the great depression and i don't think that we're actually ready for how bad it's going to get yeah but you know the only thing we say right now you know before we you know finally get off this shit is that you know we gotta fucking stand together fucking unite and you know of course you know fucking stay safe don't get sick yes stay safe don't get sick and like i was saying at the beginning use this crisis it's not wrong to do this this is this i feel like this is actually your obligation as a socialist use this crisis to agitate your fellow workers like yes. it's okay to do that it's Rile not propaganda exactly it is the rela- reality of the situation if you can use this crisis to bring them one, up. one person closer to like the realization that actually we need to kind of move away from this capitalist system then that is one more person that will vote for who you want one more person that will organize with you one more person that will work with you in terms of your uh you know your uh you know, uh, initiatives, excuse me, that yes. you want to do in your local communities. So use this when you can, but also stay safe. Yeah. And wash your hands, you fucking animal. Honestly, don't fucking touch your face. I know you yeah. touched it don't multiple touch times listening to this fucking podcast. All yeah. Right? Absolute fucking animal. But anyway, 
Uh, fucking enough of all that shit. Fucking politics. Fucking Corona, dude. What have you been doing, you know, during your quarantine? Honestly, man, I'm trying to better myself. You know, I said this at the beginning when we thought that maybe quarantine was starting to become more real. But now I've been quarantined for over a week, actually. It's been almost exactly 10 days since I haven't left your house. Yeah, I have not left my house in about 10 days. That is fucking crazy. It's boring. I'm not going to lie. But like trying to learn, I'm trying to learn how to better myself. I think that the skill I'm focusing on right now is playing guitar. Um, I already play, but I'm just not that good. So I'm so anyway, here's Wonderwall. to teach myself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can play Wonderwall. I want to learn metal, dude. Like, you yeah, know metal? Like heavy metal? Yeah, like death metal. Like, like fucking dark metal. shit. Yeah, like, like I want to get it. Blah, 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 blah. Like, yes, screaming. exactly, dude. Yeah. You know, that's really the only reason I want to buy a house. Like, I wouldn't mind staying in an apartment really for the rest of my life. I don't mind renting at all as long as I don't have to deal with the landlord. But the reason Ooh. I want to get a house is so I can just have a fucking amp uh, and like a mic and yeah, just not fucking to worry sit about, in my like, room you know, and other jam. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Fuck. Are you working on any skills or are you just chilling during this quarantine? Um, dude? just fucking just being a Twitter man. Hell yeah. Uh, That's Twitter, a skill. Uh, Hearthstone, watching Netflix. And uh, of course, unfortunately, I still have to go to work. Yeah, that sucks, man. I hope I hope they close your shit. I mean, not not that I don't want you yeah, to get I mean, money. Yeah, I mean, we're essential workers. I'm a central worker, apparently, and, like, we're the oh, only really? open. Yeah, I'm actually still going to work, I'm pretty sure, tomorrow. Unfortunately, wow. during this curfew, 24-hour curfew. That's insane, man. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Before we, like, Friday to bring this up, uh, what's going on in my county? Recently, they announced in the Hillsborough County a uh, 24-hour curfew during the weekends and a curfew at 10 p.m. to 5 p.m. Exactly? during the weekdays. Um, it's to, to it's basically a stay-at-home order. But, um, like, people are still wondering, like, so how are they going to enforce this? Like, what are they going to do? And So 24 hours, does that mean you're supposed to stay home all day? You're supposed to be at home, yeah. Only essential workers oh, okay. are supposed to be out, like, working and shit. Wow. And like, uh, you know, like employers are giving their workers like these permit, like these uh, papers are saying like they're allowed to be outside right now. Oh, wow. They're giving you like papers. Yeah. To like show the police and shit. That's insane. It's like papers, please. You ever yeah. played that game? <laughs> yeah. I have, That's actually. fucking crazy, man. Papers, please. They have not done anything like that here. Like, yeah. A lot, it's of, all because a lot of businesses fucking... are closing. It's all because our fucking governor doesn't want to like issue any statewide actions. Because you know, yeah. I don't know fucking why. I guess he wants fucking people to die. But like you know, it's up yeah. to these counties to like you know take up these roles to you know protect their communities. Yeah. Do you know where the villages is in Florida? Uh, no, but I'm pretty sure it's like close. Um, that remember like a few weeks ago we talked about this old woman that went there and like she was like an owner of the area of some of the properties in the area. And she was, like, shaking people's hands and, like, fucking spitting in their coffee and shit. Yeah. And basically saying, like, I'm a handshaker. That's not – nothing's going to change that. Oh, yeah. You know, this that is was an hour – yeah, this is an hour and 30 minutes away from me. Yeah, that that place is having an outbreak right now of coronavirus. And the average oh age God. of people that live there is, like, 60-plus years old. Oh, my God. Fuck. Like, this, like, shit, though, before I, I – like, before we actually fucking stop talking about it, just talking – uh, start talking about stuff that we're doing inside uh fuck yeah. it's crazy though like this is gonna be like a lasting impact and like we're gonna be like studying and researching and like this shit's gonna be in your history books of yeah. um like how we handled it and like you know the outcomes and like how did it change society fuck i mean we can only hope that we come out on the other side and like I, just at all really just come out yeah. on the other side that's it i was i was gonna like continue that sentence but now i just feel like that's it that's actually the level that i've reached i'm like i just hope i live that's it yeah. but yeah <laughs> how but, fucking sad is that yeah but finally moving away from that yeah but i've been playing you know hearthstone uh playing playing more hearthstone getting excited for the new expansion yeah that's how you know things are bad like david's playing hearthstone <laughs> that's how you fucking know things are bad Fuck, dude yeah, I fucking hate Hearthstone. It makes me so fucking angry that I just fucking lose to RNG. But yeah, yeah but uh, watching a lot of Netflix um, and Hearthstone and, uh, you know, yeah. looking at our fucking angry comic sections on YouTube. Full of these fucking uh, libs and fucking... Yeah, libs, I loved apparently. the... 
<laughs> I loved the blue no matter who clip that we uploaded. How many people like it has so many fucking down thumbs downs, dude. It's amazing. Yeah, There's like seventy-eight <laughs> down votes. <laughs> like yeah, so amazing. Votes. Yeah, keep sending them our way. Just so you guys know, I know that none of the people who downvoted this, uh, downvoted that video, are watching this right now or listening yeah. to this. But um, just so you guys know, downvotes actually work the same as upvotes. It literally does nothing. All yeah, it does is make a little lightsaber a different color. It yeah. does not matter. <laughs> so it's send actually your downvotes, good, bro. Send your downvotes to this fucking thread. I don't um, care. It's good though. Yeah, that's and uh, you know, just uh, just all that shit. That was funny though, like reading the comments though, like people being angry. Yeah. They think you just to see like there's like three types of people. I feel like there's people who like didn't watch the clip and like just just fucking comment it based on like the title. Like going yeah. off on blue no matter who. Then there's actual blue no matter who dems and then there's <laughs> there's like Trump supporters in the comment sections. <laughs> a lot. I was so surprised at that. There were so <laughs> many Trump supporters in the comments, like saying, yeah. "You guys are so right. That's why Trump's gonna make America great. Uh, keep America great. Hell yeah, Trump 2020." <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck? Why are you guys yeah. watching these videos? Like, our, our channel is not. You wouldn't like it." It's <laughs> uh, funny, dude. I'm telling you, dude. Fucking shoehorn. Yeah, shoehorn, brother. Fucking shoehorn. I mean, uh, fucking uh, horseshoe. Horseshoe. Yeah. Fuck. Same thing. Hell yeah, it's true. Fuck. But yeah, um, I'm excited for anything like movies. I'm planning to watch Parasite pretty soon. You know, Are after you watching the man? platform. No, I still haven't, dude. I need to, dude. Damn. I really need to. Such a good movie. Yeah, but I'll, yeah, yeah that's. I don't know. Yeah, go ahead. Do you keep? Do you ever keep up with like the awards for movies and other shit? Like, uh, like what are they called? The Oscars? I want to say. Uh, like, no, not really. But I've heard that um, Parasite got an awards, right? Yeah, yeah, Parasite won an award, and it, like, I was thinking to myself, after I watched it, I was like, wow, this is the first movie that ever won an Oscar, that I was like, you know, this movie actually really deserved it, it was so good, but then I was thinking, like, what what, what fucking movie won an Oscar, I don't know, <laughs> like, I can't even name another one, you know? Yeah. Like, who, uh, who the fuck cares? The Shape of You, I think, one. Really? Wow, that movie was terrible. Or something like that. It just won because Guillermo del Toro made it, fuck that guy. I mean, he's cool, actually. I like him. But, yeah, fuck. Um, yeah, just honestly, just uh, trying not to stress out playing games. Uh, Mountain Blade Bannerlord is a game that actually I'm really excited for to come out. Uh, coming out. Monday. Oh, yeah, that comes out Monday, right? Yeah, I'm really fucking they excited. They moved the date forward yeah, because apparently. of the virus. Yeah, I'm really excited for that. I'm, I'm actually super excited for that, too. Do you know how much it is? Uh, I think it's, I don't, I wouldn't be surprised if they, it was like a $60 game. Yeah. Yeah. They've been working right. on it for like fucking 10 years. So they didn't get their fucking money's worth. I'm very excited for that. We will definitely be and playing And Animal that. Crossing. Fuck yes. Animal Crossing, New Horizons. That's been my shit for like the, since it launched basically. You know, it's like a super fucking chill game to be honest. Like, yeah. you know, like five o'clock hits, you know, and then I hop on Animal Crossing, do my shit and then get off. And like, you know, just, you know, it's a nice game to just play daily, you know, for a little bit. Yeah, I love it. I love peaceful games like Animal Crossing. You know, I was gonna use my twelve hundred dollars stimulus check to buy a fucking Switch, but I guess that's not happening anymore. Yeah, so sad. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, other than that, man, just just fucking vibing. Oh yeah. Well, you know, I have another. I have a thing that we could talk about. Yeah. That could bring a smile to your face, man, and it's called our weekly philosophy question. Yeah. What do you think? Oh yes. So what I wanted to talk about is, you know, something we've talked about already on this on this episode. You know, the triage in the hospitals, right? On um, how we have to, you know, doctors are basically having to choose who gets to live, who gets to die. Yeah. And I'm just wondering, like, how would you feel if you were the doctor in this situation, and you like basically have to like make this choice? And how would you evaluate? Do you think they have a system like, on um, like if this person's older, they're like you know, they don't you know they don't get it, or if this person's younger, they should get it. Like who gets it? Like, yeah. God, like well, how would you? What would you do first of all? Well, if I were a doctor and like if I let's say I was a doctor right now in this situation, like I would probably kill myself. No joke, because like the mental anguish that these people are having to go through, like having to choose it's not something that never happens like this this happens in real life too 
in times of not not pandemic times you know regular yeah, like times. War times. Like sometimes sometimes there's like a mass shooting or something and like they they're overloaded with patients and they have to decide who to treat first and how much resources to devote like it's called triage it's a normal thing but the thing is is like this situation is a little bit different because in a regular uh, regular like event when you're doing triage you're deciding who to help the quickest and who can wait and things like that you're not just letting people die really but in this case it's like you're literally letting people die because you have to choose like you're like okay maybe this person has a 50 percent chance of survival if i use you know five personnel with a ventilator on 24 7 and you know even with all of that resource they still have a 50 percent chance of survival and then you look at a little kid and you're like this kid's pretty bad but if if i give him a ventilator and i uh, assign you know the same amount of personnel he has a 90 percent chance of survival and these people they're actually being forced to make the decision like okay, we're going to let this person with the 50%, we're going to let them die because we know with pretty certainty or pretty good certainty that we can save this kid, but we're not sure that we can save this other person. So we're going to let them die. Like imagine being in that situation as a doctor, just imagine having to make that decision and keeping yourself up at night, wondering if you had just, you know, split the resources, maybe you could have saved them both. If yeah. you just tried a little harder or done something a little bit different, you know, d- give them a different drug or just something, just anything, maybe you could have saved them. Like, I cannot imagine the emotion that these people are feeling. And honestly, like, yeah. it makes me upset just to think about it. Yeah. What would well, you do in that situation? Um, I mean, obviously, like, you know, just try to save who, who I can with the resources I have. And like yeah. that's that's all I can really hope for. I wonder the psychological damage that yeah. uh, that will come from this when this is hopefully finally blows over, right? One day, yeah. this finally blows over. The psychological damage of families across the country, you know, losing yeah. their grandparents, you know, losing family members, losing friends, and right. the doctors as well. Like, what is that going to do to us? Yeah, it reminds me a lot of like nine one one call operators, like. You know, like during 9-11, for example, they would get calls from people that were like trapped in the building and like they would literally be on the phone with someone like while they were dying. Yeah. And like, just imagine that, like the the anguish you feel like you're on the phone with someone. You can't do anything about that it. That you know you can't help them. And like you're basically, you're talking to them knowing that they're going to die. Like soon. these are last words. Yeah. And like, like I know for a fact that some of those people have PTSD from that from that scenario and i would not be surprised in the slightest if a lot of healthcare professionals are gonna you know have to face the same issues you know ptsd long-term mental damage from what they're going through right now having to make these decisions everyone's stressed out right now like everybody yeah like all of the world is stressed yeah and i mean like i think i agree with you like if it were me obviously as a doctor, like I would have a lot of knowledge. I would be able to try to figure out who has the best chance of survival. And I hope that I would do everything in my power to save as many people as humanly possible. But like, just, just having to entertain the idea of letting someone die, just sitting here in my computer chair in my fucking underwear, just thinking about yeah, to. having to choose between two people, just that, like, it makes me fucking want to cry. Just even just thinking about it. I have no idea what they're going through right now. And it makes me so upset. But yeah, I mean, but that is fucking the world we live in currently. Yeah. And, you know, all we can hope is to stay strong through these trying times. Yeah. And Yo, fuck thinking a troop. Think a nurse. Think a doctor. You know, especially nurses and stuff. You know, these like True. These low-level <laughs> that employees. That reminds me of like fucking like just boot things. There's a post on that subreddit of like... um I would never send someone uh, to go someone to like, you know, uh, what's it called? Basically like risk their life for someone else or something like that. And then it was like right. a picture of a soldier. Right. Like, um, like, uh, I just thought that was fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. So stupid. Like war is not something we have to fucking go to. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I mean, that's uh, the philosophy of the week. Like, fuck, yeah, it's a fucked up thing to do, but it's a, it's, it's a necessary thing that has to happen, unfortunately, yep. living in uh, fucking the system, right? 
Yep, just never forget that they did this to us. Like this did not happen. The government is killing the citizens, our, our you know our yes. fellow people, our citizens, right? Yep. I mean, the, I mean through inaction, they okay. are responsible for these deaths. Yes, like don't forget this. Like, do not fucking forget yep. this shit. Don't yep. pay rent. That's all. I'm, uh, that's yeah. what I'm gonna end that's on. You. Fuck, dude. Don't fucking pay rent. That's what I'm ending on. Don't pay, pay rent. rent. Three million dead landlords. Ugh, fuck. But uh, yeah. I mean, I, I feel like that's uh, that's it, right? Uh, I yep. nothing else. Thank to our say. patrons. Oh yeah, our patrons. I want to thank Payton, Grunt980, and Zachary for pledging to our pay, uh, Patreon this month. Yeah, we, we got really a new patron. It. So yes, excited! Three. Fuck, dude, we've been waiting for this day for like oh, ever. Like, oh yeah. man, I can't wait for that third patron, dude. You know, yeah, I, and if, I, I you personally know, cranked out a bottle of uh, champagne. You know, poured myself a glass. You know, run up. Dude, ever nice since isolation, I've been. <laughs> I've been hard on that fucking wine. Like, yeah, I know, dude. Fucking like every other day, bro. How's the stockpile going? Honestly, we're running low, dude. <laughs> we're running low. It's been like 10 already. days. Drinking oh, like a man. bottle of wine every two days-ish. Shit, dude. But we'll God. get through it. But yeah, um, thank you for the continued support. And we hope that you continue to support our podcast till its death. Hell yeah. But thank yes, you thank you for listening to episode 20 of the Left in the South podcast. Goodbye. Bye.